Good morning and welcome to Saturday Morning Dads. Today we're talking about Trolls 2, Trolls World Tour, available for streaming basically nowhere. You have to buy this one. Oh, really? Yep. I didn't know that because I had already bought it. Well, uh, probably for that very reason. Well, good morning. I'm Sean. I'm Curtis. Let's talk about Trolls. Let's do it. Uh, Where did you buy Trolls 2? On the iTunes you already owned it on iTunes. You bought it. You paid. You I paid it. money for it, I believe, during the pandemic when I was just throwing money at iTunes. Yes. On a daily basis. Okay. iTunes didn't make a lot of money in the pandemic, I'm sure. I'm sure that was good times for them. Yeah, other than other than the pandemic actually yeah. happening. I bet Tim Cook was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I rented it for three ninety nine from Amazon. Hey. Yeah, uh, that's an expensive rental. It was three ninety nine everywhere. Wow, it was all across the board three ninety nine. They're asking a premium price. Um, I would think that would be in the ninety nine cent bin by now. Nope. Hmm. Uh, but it was, you know, it was good. Though, uh, man, the trolls, the old trolls movie, the first trolls movie, yeah, used to be on Netflix. I know it's not on Netflix anymore. Well, Netflix has the TV show, right? They had a TV show. It ended. Oh. And then there's a new TV show. I think all of DreamWorks moved from Netflix because there used to be a Netflix TV show for like basically every DreamWorks property. Yeah, right. Right. And like uh, How think, to Train Your Dragon. I think DreamWorks is now over on Peacock. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's really hard to keep track of all these things. But yeah, there was... That troll TV show was great. Ron Funches was in it. The voice yeah. of Cooper. Love Ron Funches. Big Ron Funches fan. He's on a, a show, on, I think, on Apple Plus. Um, that's really funny. He should be in a lot more shows. He's hilarious. Did you ever watch um, that show Chris Hardwick had on Comedy Central where he yelled points? No. Oh. Well, Ron Funches... It was like a, it was like a, it was like Jeopardy, but with three stand-up comedians, oh, trying to make jokes about stuff instead of answer questions. And Ron Funches was like the undisputed champion of that show. It was hilarious. Oh, nice. It was yeah. like an improv type show. Yes, and then Chris Hardwick got canceled. So did he? Yeah, it was a very light canceling. But well, just... it wouldn't take a whole lot to cancel Chris Chris Hardwick. You know. What do you mean? I mean, he's not like for forefront in the minds of the people. Well, he he, he was before he got canceled. Mm. He had a show on Comedy Central. Okay, and a, and a pop and he a popular podcast network. All right. Yeah, he wrote a book called The Nerdist Way. Oh, it really helped me out a lot. Yeah, it was a self help book about how to like turn your life into an RPG character and. That, uh, hmm. <laughs> hey, it was pretty impactful to like 22 year old Sean. All right. Um, yeah, but then he got canceled and he just bowed out of society and was just like, okay. I saw him interviewed on, and but I think a history of horror show the other day that I was watching. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway. Ron Funches, the, he was that, that that show was hilarious. Ron Funches is hilarious. Ron Funches and Conan are always good together. Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, Ron Funches wasn't in Trolls Two as much as he was in Trolls One. Well, he had a he had his own story in in Trolls Two. He did, but he was only in like three scenes. Yeah, there were good scenes. Yeah, it was great. Who played his brother? Um, that was a famous musician that whose name escapes me right now. Like Anderson Pack. It was Anderson Pack. Anderson okay. Dot Pack. Oh, okay. Dot com. Okay. Um, I saw that in the credits, and I was like, I recognize his voice, but I don't recognize that name. I'm not with it with the with the, the pop music with, with the kids. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm to the age where I'm not with it, and I don't care. I, I I'll listen. I'll listen to my dad rock, which hmm. is just called rock to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now I get it. I get everything about dad, uh, dad rock is now like pop punk is now dad rock. There's, yeah. there's this music festival in Las Vegas I want to go to so bad next year. Green Day, Blink-182, My Chemical Romance, Sum 41. Everybody's going to be there. And it's called the When You Were Young Fest. Oh, my gosh. That's like that's uh, a harsh title. I would think that like Frank Sinatra would be playing at that. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, I'm not that old. When You Were Young. Wow. My hair is still like sixty five percent not gray. Yeah, I'm, I've I've only got a little bit of gray. Well, I've got more now than now that we started this podcast. Yeah, it's so stressful. So did you did you come into this trolls podcast with any nostalgia for trolls? Do you remember trolls from your youth? Did you care about them at all? Um, like troll dolls. Yes. No, I never liked the uh, the troll dolls. Yeah. I thought they were really ugly. And, yeah, and they were for girls. Were they? Weren't you supposed to like make a wish on them or something? Rub their little jewel bellies. Rub their jewel bellies, which is weird. I don't want to rub a jewel belly button. That's gross. Yeah. Um, and probably they had no actual wishing magic. No, I think they were plastic. I think so. I don't think that they were imbued with any... Um, ancient the crystals of Solomon, Celtic, uh, Stonehenge magics. So yeah, I agree. I don't think that. <laughs> I, don't. I didn't ever read anything about that, so I can't say one way or the other. But I don't think that they were. Um, what did you think of the first Trolls movie? Loved it. Loved it. Um. Yeah, just like the the combination of the the music, the pop music, and um, it's a really funny story. I love the Bergens in the first one. The Bergens were were hilarious, man. Uh, and how everything was like everything in Bergen Town was like sad seventies, just brown. And the gorillas. Yeah, and the gorillas music. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The first one was great fun. Great fun. I was very excited when they were coming out with a, a second one. Did Trolls have a have purchase in your household? Yes, we watched it um, almost on a daily basis. Yes. For we, a while. We definitely listened to the soundtrack on a daily basis. Oh my gosh, yes. And we um, watched the Netflix TV show a lot. We didn't get too far into the TV show. 
it was the movie. It was just the movie over and over and over again. Yeah, the movie's good. So. The movie's great, and um, it's one of those that uh, if you have to watch a movie over and over again, it's not a bad one because it's got great music and it's you know it's really funny. It's and, mostly just a framing device for, for music videos. Yeah, for Justin Timberlake's music. Uh, yeah, and two more lovable people you could not find than Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake. Yeah, very pleasant. Very pleasant people. Individual. And Ron Funches. I Ron Funches. Yeah. Come on. Those are that's that's a party I want to go to. Yeah. And the first one also has that British guy from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Uh Russell Brand. Right, Russell Brand. Yeah. And he got, uh, we were talking about this the other day, he got eaten in the first one. You were asking why he wasn't in the second one. Yeah, in my memory, he was in the second one, but he he wasn't. He was in the TV show somehow. He he was in the TV show. He got uneaten and was in the TV show. Yeah. Um, But he definitely got eaten along with the... uh, Creek was the character's name. Yeah, the Bergen chef lady, the bad lady. Um, Yeah. She got eaten and Creek also got eaten by... A hill monster. Yes. But anyway, he w- he wasn't in this one. And nobody seemed to miss him. They didn't bring him up at all. Cloud yeah. And Cloud Guy only makes a brief cameo in this one. Well, he's he intros the movie. Oh, yeah. That he's is kind of the narrator at the beginning. Yeah. Who tells us the story, a brief, very brief story um, in scrapbook form. Uh, of the first movie love a good scrapbook uh man these scrapbooks are awesome have you seen the kind of the behind the scenes no so they have this lady who makes all this stuff oh really out of like felt and like she makes it all and they photograph it oh i just and it's all it's all stop motion oh that's all the actual motion all the actual scrapbooking stuff yeah i'm sure it's augmented with some cgi here and there but um yeah, she makes it all. <laughs> oh wow. By hand. It's it's kind of crazy. She does a phenomenal job. That's yeah, I think it was intended to be like sort of like a one like she was going to do one, but she was so good at it they like incorporated it into more of the first movie and then it's it's got really elaborate in this movie. I bet she got some help. Well, it's uh it's one of my favorite parts. I love the aesthetic. Yeah, I love kind of the tactile quality, not just of the scrapbook stuff, but like all the materials in the world. Yeah, I love how the world feels small. Like, I love that the stitching on stuff is the size of stitching we use. Yeah. Like, it's like they're all shrunk down and living on a a yarn ball or something. Yeah, I was thinking about that last night. I was like, if the trolls stitched these clothes why didn't they use a tiny needle and thread like why are all yeah it'd be hard to use like a giant but it's almost like we're watching this storybook that someone created who was our size yeah that's true but anyway big fan of the trolls franchise but now we gotta talk about this movie trolls 2 world tour i'm gonna say up front big fan of rachel bloom yeah, uh, I don't know her from anywhere other than this movie, but you watched the TV show uh, My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, right? Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. TV or a show. TV show. Phenomenal TV show. If you watch it all in one day, it's a phenomenal movie. That's right. Just a um, long movie. Yeah, and she is just amazing in that. And I also understand she is in um, Reboot, which is a show I really want to watch. Uh, it's a new show. 
about I don't know exactly what it's about. Um, but, uh, uh, I know it's a, it's a meta thing. It's a bunch of characters from different stereotype archetypes. It's a bunch of archetypal characters from stereotypical sitcoms trying to get a reboot. Oh, like and, a, like a friends type show or. Yeah. I don't know if what the framing device is, but it's, it's supposed to be like a meta commentary on how disposable streaming entertainment is. And it's supposed to be real hilarious, and it's got like a lot of people in it. Interesting, yeah. Um, but yeah, Rachel Bloom kills it in this. I feel like, um, yeah, she's a very funny. She's the uh, the main heavy metal troll. Yeah, and she's a great singer. Uh, Crazy Ex Girlfriend, it's a great show. A lot of people in Crazy Ex Girlfriend are also in Shira, another DreamWorks property in Netflix. Interesting. It's now it's no longer on. It ended. There was a lesbian kiss. It was controversial. Um, it took the took the animation world by storm. It did. I don't know. I don't think it did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, I. This is the first that I've heard of that les- lesbian kiss. Yeah, and, or and that like Lebanese the final kiss. Episode, it's just it's just in the background of like a celebration scene. I don't know. That movie does a lot to normalize. It's called Shira and the Princesses of Power. There's a lot of lesbian characters, um, but it's a good show. Yeah, I have not. Uh, we're not to that age yet. Um, oh, I highly recommend it. When you maybe get like to that a, age. maybe like when she's when my daughter's six or so. It's a fine line to walk, like a show for six year old girls where there's a lot of swords. I like shows where there's a lot of swords. Yeah. I say my def- like if I'm flipping through Netflix, I'm like, let me see that sword in the thumbnail. That's all I want. Yeah, swords, magic, forests. Oh, forests for sure. Snow. Man, how many forests are there in Game of Thrones versus Lord of the Rings? I think like Lord of the Rings has more forests. Well, Lord of the Rings forests are like named, and each one has its own characteristics, which yeah. is like Mirkwood. Um, that's the only one I can think of, but some of them are haunted. Some of them are, you know, the elves live in. It's great. There's a, there's great forest culture in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Tolkien did a lot for forests. He did. Language. Like, pretty and much Tolkien and Smokey the Bear. Man, Smokey, nobody's done as much for forests as Smokey, Smokey the Bear. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you want to get into this movie? Um, yeah, I do. All right, let's do it. So, Cloud Guy opens up the movie like we talked about. He is telling the story of the first movie, how Branch um, and Poppy kind of got together and um, are now very good friends. So, at the end of Trolls, you think that Poppy and Branch are like. A couple, but at the beginning of Trolls Two, you learn that um, I guess Branch has been friend zoned. Nobody has been friend zoned harder than Branch. Yeah, and he is pining for Poppy, and he doesn't know what to do. Really, Desperate. Poppy is, uh, you know, oblivious. I would say she's got a lot going on. She's now the queen. Um, so after Cloud Guy, we get a kind of a, a intro to. Other troll worlds. So 
we didn't know that other trolls existed, other types of trolls, until um, this beginning scene with the, we've got some underwater trolls. Yes. Um, do you remember the show Snorks? No. They were basically underwater Smurfs. It was exactly Smurfs, but they were lived underwater. Oh. Um, they were called Snorks. Um, the underwater trolls remind me of Snorks. Big time. Um, except that they listen to uh, um, electronic music. Yeah, they were... Did Were Snorks mermaids? No, they were like underwater smurfs oh, okay. <laughs> they're like smurfs with these ta- guys, with fins these guys were mermaids yeah yeah well snorks had fins yeah oh, okay um and they had a they had techno yeah they were techno they were the techno trolls um and then we see uh they're having a big techno concert yes um and they had the dr- the beat drop button yep and the beat drop button do you know who played the beat drop button no Justin McElroy from oh. of the McElroy brothers from the My Brother, My Brother and Me podcast. Wow. You ever listen to that podcast? No, I haven't. Oh, it's a fantastic podcast. Um, one of the podcasts that made me feel like I could do a podcast because I was like, if these three idiots <laughs> pretend to answer questions each week. But of course, they've been doing it for like 12 years. And so, Yeah. They're all they're they're very funny, but yeah, they did a show called the ba- they they created a new podcast called the McElroy Brothers Will Be in Trolls Two, where, <laughs> where it was um, they did kind of like an NPR style um, show, kind of like a This American Life documentary about them hounding the producers oh, and wow. like trying to get roles in the in the Trolls Two, and they started that like as soon as Trolls One came out. Because they'll have kids about our oh, kids' funny. age, and and so yeah, that one of them got to be that beat drop, and then the one of them is the tear when the guy cries the tear. Oh yeah, like they got the <laughs> tiniest rolls ever. The one liners. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I well, love I love these trolls. If I were a troll, I would be one of these trolls. You'd be the underwater techno troll. Oh yeah. Um, I was gonna. That was a question I was gonna ask you. Is you know which. Which troll town would you want to live in? What, which troll town would you want to live in? You know, uh, classical troll town looked pretty looked pretty sweet. They had very large houses. Looked very peaceful. They looked really rich. Yeah. Um, also, Pop Troll Village looked pretty cool. I think Pop Troll Village is the best. It's like the probably the best quality of life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, the best acoustics, probably. Yeah. Um. Anyway, shout out to the McElroy brothers. They're another 100% listening. Yeah. Oh, at, uh, at least Justin. Um, so uh, after the beat drops, the pop trolls uh, see what What are the heavy metal trolls rolling around in? Is it like a bag? Like a flying? It's like a flying swimming ba- piranha bag? Piranha bag with a zipper. It's got a piranha mouth, but with a zipper for a mouth. Yeah, I'm not sure what it's supposed to be. Like a, I don't know, like a that felt gig, lady made it, like a gig bag or something. I don't know. Um, but anyway, they uh, basically destroy techno pop underwater village with their with their heavy metal uh, instruments. Yeah, um, and we find out that uh, there's a string. A magic string. A magic string that contains the music 
of the techno trolls that uh, and and the heavy metal trolls are going around and taking the strings from everybody. That is the plot of the movie. Boom. Boom. Um, so the plot of this movie is a little more uh, in depth and complicated than the first one for sure. Did you did you, your kids have any trouble following the plot? Or did they care? No, I don't think the plot is convoluted. It's not con- I didn't say it was convoluted. I said it was more complicated than the first one. The I, first one's I, very simple. I, the Bergens want to eat the trolls to make them happy. Yeah. Uh, and then there was roller skating. And this one there's a whole Perry. there's like the backstory of the all the trolls together with the strings and uh, all their music got put into the strings and then they all you know broke up and all the strings are all over the place now and then there's all these different troll uh, homes. Well, there's there's two heavy exposition scenes where Poppy's dad is explaining that yes, through scrapbooking, through which scrapbooking. is scrapbooking might be the best way to uh or the best mode of exposition that I've seen in a kid's movie so far. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe we should start using scrapbooking at work instead of PowerPoints. That would take longer, but it would be much more enjoyable. Yeah. And I would get some excuses to break up my good glue. Oh, yeah. Your glitter glue? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So I think that the kids could follow along with the plot just fine. Okay. Um, mine aren't old enough to care about plot very much. <laughs> so, you know, it's all about the songs and the colors and, um, June's four now. So she, she's starting to care about plot yeah. a little bit more, but when, it, when this came out and we were watching it heavily, um, she just wanted, the she music. just wanted the music and the, the have, and she wanted now to some, see Poppy. Some kids movies on Disney plus have a karaoke version. Have you seen that? Yeah. Does June like the karaoke versions? Well, she can't read, so. Well, they don't they skip all the not singing parts. I don't think so. I think it's just the movie with like subtitles on the oh. on the songs. I, I haven't thought, watched. I haven't really watched one of them, but I uh, I think I played one by accident, and it was just the movie with the words of the songs at the bottom, oh. which I have subtitles on at all times anyway. So I've. My subtitles are just over theirs. <laughs> you know what I'm going to get you for Christmas? You know what I can't tell you? Is it'll be a surprise. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued now, though. All right. Headphones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this commercial the other day. I, was, I think I was in the doctor's office, and so I couldn't. They were watching, like, over-the-air TV. And there's this commercial where this old man's trying to like sit in her recliner and watch TV, and his daughter and wife are talking too loud in the kitchen, and he's like, "Oh, I'm blasting!" Oh. And so he plugs this thing into the side of the TV, and it, it's basically just Bluetooth for your TV. <laughs> and then he puts on these giant oversized headphones, and I said, "Hey, that's what Curtis needs." Oh, that'd be great. You know, it'd be better. Maybe um, this is horrible, but. Uh, if I just had like a head, a full headset, like VR headset, where I'm sitting on the couch, it looks like I'm watching the t- the, the movie, mm. the kids movie, but I'm really just watching sports or whatever I want to watch. Ah, so you could be there cuddling the with June while she's watching the kids movie. Yeah. And you're really watching the Arsenal game in VR. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, that's the future. That's the future. That Ray Radbury warned us about. That could happen. 
now if sure. I wanted it to. That's not going to happen. I wouldn't want to do that. I don't know. We'll see. I love I love watching these movies with my with my. Wait till your kids girls. get to the YouTube stage. I don't. I don't want. I hope. Hopefully, uh, YouTube YouTube will be out of fashion by then. We're out of business. Could be. Could be. Could all right. So uh, the where are we now in this storyline? Uh, so we're good. So the the heavy metal trolls took the techno trolls string. Now we're back in Pop Troll Village, and we learned that Poppy is the queen. Uh, Branch has been friend zoned. Um, they do a big medley pop song number. Uh, with Cindy Lauper, trolls just want to have fun. Yeah, and like five other songs mixed in. Yeah, um, it's good fun. We meet Tiny Diamond, who uh, is born to. Tiny. Oh, I love Tiny Diamond. Um, Guy oh, Diamond to Guy Diamond. He comes out of his comes out of his uh, his hair. His hair. So trolls I've never are... seen a birth in any movie be so nonchalant that happens during a song melody. <laughs> yeah. So he gives birth to Tiny Diamond, who comes out of his hair. Who's played by Keenan Thompson. Yes. Yeah. Who is good in everything and has been. He is except act- for the Keenan show that got canceled. He has acted. He his. Shtick has been the same since he was on Nickelodeon, and it's still funny. He has been entertaining me since I was nine years old. Yeah, he's hilarious. And, and also, he was nine at the same time. He always will be hilarious. I'm pretty sure we're the same age. Um, So, yeah, Tiny Diamond, one of my favorite parts of this movie. Um, and then a, uh invitation comes in the form of a, a little bat creature. Um, so the heavy metal trolls have sent basically notice to all the trolls that they're coming for their strings. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody in troll village knows what they're talking about. They don't know there's other trolls. So they don't know that there's other trolls. So um, the King, what's his name? King. Anyway, Poppy's dad. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Um, formerly voiced by Jeffrey Tambor, um, who got canceled in between these movies. And then uh, somebody else did the voice in this movie. Not as good. I gotta say, it was a step down. Jeffrey Tambor has a great voice. Yes, he does. But I feel like this guy did an admirable job. It did not bother me. It bothered me. I could not have cared less. He's barely in the movie, though, so it doesn't matter. Barely in the movie. Um, So he reveals that there's uh, all these other trolls, uh, these other types of trolls. There's country music trolls, there's techno trolls, there's classical trolls, there's heavy metal trolls. Or is it hard rock trolls? I can't remember. Is it hard, hard rock? rock? Hard rock trolls. Um, is there? Is that it? There were six. Was it the pop trolls. Pop trolls. So that's what five. Yeah, and then there's the. Um, Let's which see. Do we not name? Oh, the funk. Funk trolls. Yeah. That's what Cooper is. Yeah, Cooper is a funk troll, and they look uh, they look like llamas, basically. Yes. They have four legs instead of two, uh, and long necks. Yeah. Um, so Cooper kind of sets out on his own journey to find his his own people. He's uh, he's always wondered why he looks different. Yes, he uh, trades his which, everyday hat for his adventuring hat. Yes, and they're exactly the same. Yep. Um, which I was wondering in the first one why he looked different too. <laughs> uh, so they kind of answer that. Um, 
so Branch, as Branch does, his solution is to hide and hide the string and uh, so that the, the hard rock troll can't find it. Poppy's solution is to go befriend the hard rock trolls. They're going to be best friends. They're going to be, they're going to go be best friends. Um, so Poppy kind of sets out on this mission. She's going to go by herself, but Branch catches her. He ends up going with her. Um, and, uh, what is, uh, what's the big guy's name? Shoot. Biggie. Biggie. <laughs> it's pretty easy. <laughs> what's the big guy's name? What's the big guy's name? It's Biggie. Uh, yeah. Biggie. Voiced by that late night talk show host that everybody doesn't like. Yeah. Which I haven't figured out why, why do people not like him? Um, is it because rude. of real life? He's rude in real life, I guess. Oh, okay. Also, he was in Cats. And nobody likes Cats. Oh, there's a lot of people in Cats, though. The movie? Yeah. Hey, nobody saw that I movie. I know either. everybody on Reddit constantly talks trash about him. Because one time he did an AMA on Reddit and was super rude and didn't answer most of the questions. It's ask me anything, not I'll answer anything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, all right. So we mentioned Cooper goes out on his own quest. Um, we go spend some time with the hard rock trolls. We find out that, um, the dad is Ozzy Osbourne. The dad is Ozzy Osbourne. Um, and he, you know, wheels around and does his Ozzy Osbourne grunting and whispering thing. (laughs) Um, so, um, Poppy ends up, Poppy and Branch ended up going to the classical music. By way of hot air balloon. By way of hot air balloon. And they find the classical music village in total shambles. I think it's fair to say Poppy at this point is very much giving the hard rock trolls the benefit of the doubt, wants to befriend them, thinks that it's just going to be, they're going to unite the trolls and have one big party. They come upon this world, it's in shambles. They meet the Penny Whistle. Yes, who is a great character. Penny Whistle is a great character. Just had the one scene, absolutely killed it. Um, and they find out that the Hard Rock Trolls are out to destroy them. They're and out for, for uh, they're playing for keeps. Yeah. As they say. Um, and what is the Hard Rock Trolls motivation? To, they want to unite every. They want to unite everybody under under hard rock. Hard rock. They're, yeah. So, so they the, want everybody to love the music that they love. That once they get the six strings and they play the ultimate power chord, they'll be able to turn everybody into a hard rock zombie. Yes. So against their will, they want everybody to to be hard rock trolls. Now, which is fair because I will say when I was in high school, all the hard rock kids wanted to do the same thing. Yeah. They were so pretentious. I kind of ran in those circles. Yeah. Yeah. What about the smooth jazz crowd in your high school? Now, you laugh, but hey, our jazz band was pretty pretty on point. I was in the jazz band at my school. You were in the, so you know. We were we were good. I was not good. In band, uh, I don't know how I did this. I'm sure my band director knew, but I, I basically just faked I never actually played. Wait, what? Yeah, I just like, I do all the fingerings, but I wasn't very good. But so you didn't blow? I didn't, I didn't. I blew on parts that I knew I could hit. But there was other parts, like high parts on trumpet are really hard to hit. I didn't have the lung capacity, uh, so I just didn't play those. <laughs> but you still got into <laughs> jazz band? 
Yeah. Isn't jazz band reserved for the best of the best? Uh, yeah. And you just faked being in jazz band? No, I, I learned that song. Okay. I, also, I never practiced. I was not a good band member. I think my brother was in jazz band for like one year. But then he was in a real metal band. My brother was really good at trumpet. I um, could be wrong about that. Your brother was good at trumpet? Yeah, he was very good. He had the lung capacity? Yeah, he was. Yeah. How and, you he, don't, and he I practiced. Would, I would have guessed you had excellent lung capacity. I know I have asthma. I'm asthmatic. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a huge burden on my life. So why did you play it's the not trumpet really. if you're asthmatic? Because we had a because my brother played a trumpet, so we had a trumpet. That's oh. why I played trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> I did end up switching to baritone. And baritone's was, much easier to play. I was gonna play trumpet. I wanted to sign up to play trumpet in the band. And then my dad was like, you're not going to be a professional trumpet like player that's useless. And he drove me up to school over the summer, maybe like the summer between middle school. Mm-hmm. And maybe like re- drop out of band and sign up to play football. Like you were going to be a professional football player? Well, no, but he thought I could use the exercise. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I could. All right. Yeah. And uh, then I didn't play football either and I ended up taking Spanish. And I don't speak Spanish. I took Spanish for four years, um, and all I can say is "yo tengo un gato." Yeah, t- uh, taking Spanish in high school is like—I mean, it's kind of useless. Oh man, nobody, yeah. nobody who took Spanish in high school can speak Spanish. Yeah. Um. Okay, so. Uh, Poppy and Branch and the gang end up uh they know now that they have to go warn the rest of the troll kingdoms that this is happening so they go to country music uh troll town um which might be it's one of my favorite parts of the movie absolutely Um, kelly clarkson kelly clarkson so they go uh, pop music trolls are notoriously upbeat they see the positive side of everything and then the country, they get to the country music village, and they are singing uh, some sad, sad dirges. It's, yeah, it's not even country. It's more like yeah, it's it's definitely not Nashville it's like country. Folk blues. It's like yeah, folksy blues stuff, but it's like real downer music. So um, Poppy uh, feels like they need to introduce some pop music to. She to says, country. "Oh, don't they know music's supposed to make you happy?" Yeah. Um, it's so so short-sighted very condescending um unintentionally condescending so they put together uh poppy branch and biggie mm-hmm. um and mr dinkles put together a pop music medley with all the greatest pop music songs uh ever created um and it's pretty hilarious it is awesome um and they get thrown in jail for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, which I thought was really funny. The the country music trolls are so uh, offended that they they uh, feel like it's a crime. Yeah, and Grumbly Pete has to. I love Grumbly Pete. Grumbly Pete is hilarious. Uh, he's yeah. like a Sam Elliott mustache character, yeah. and uh, all he does is grum, ground your own grumble, grumble, grumble. But then they are broken out of jail by a uh, mysterious character. Played by Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell is one of my favorites. I love Sam Rockwell. Great voice. Yeah. Just you can tell just by his the 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 tone of his voice. He's handsome. Mm-hmm. 
And he is. Yeah. Um, so he breaks them out. They uh, they escape country music trolls. Um, and then... Uh, it was a great chase scene. Good chase scene. Phenomenal. Top, top notch. I love a good chase scene in kids' movies because it's hard to do action where there is stakes on the line um, in a kid's movie because you can't try to kill people. So a chase scene really gives you those high stakes without guns. Yeah, and you know nobody's going to get seriously injured. Yeah. Um, but it turns out Sam Rockwell's character uh, is kind of being a little flirty with Poppy. Oh, yeah. And Branch does not like it. No, he does not like it. Doesn't like it at all. Also doesn't know how to deal with it. Um, and Branch and Sam Elliott have a little bit of uh, some male bonding towards the end. Sam Rockwell. Yes. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, towards the end they have a little bit of male bonding. We did find out, though, at some point that there are mercenaries hunting mm-hmm. for, bounty hunters hunting for Poppy. Um. And the bounty hunters are pretty funny characters. Yes. Um, there are the reggaeton, the reggaetons. There's the a K-pop. K-pop gang, and then there are the yodlers, the yodlers, and the smooth jazz, and the smooth jazz. So, um, smooth jazz, the smooth jazz guy catches up with them at this point and um, gives them some smooth jazz. Uh, what is he? He starts playing his clarinet, his uh oh his Kenny G saxophone. Yeah, I think I was gonna say it was his ten, it's uh, alto saxophone. I don't know. Soprano sax. Soprano sax. Yeah. Starts playing the soprano sax. And it puts them in a trance. And yeah. they start seeing like narwhals and rainbows. Um and then Sam Rockwell's character uh comes and saves them again. Biggie goes home. Because because um, he was Peaky promised that he'd be safe. Yes. And he was not safe. He was not safe. So he was mad at Poppy for Pinky promising something that she couldn't yeah. keep. Um, then we cut back to Cooper on his journey. And Cooper is in the middle of the desert at this point, searching for his people. He sees a mirage, passes out, and then gets picked up by this bubble and gets taken up onto this flying city. Basically, and we don't know. That's where we cut off. We don't know what happens to him until a little bit later. Um, when Poppy and Branch and I'm sorry, I don't know Sam Rockwell's character name. <laughs> uh, he's a horse, though. Y- yes. It, well, supposedly, supposedly a horse. Um, they get taken up in, in their bubbles too, um, and we find out that. Um, the funk trolls live in this flying spaceship machine. Um, and that Cooper is the son, the long lost son of the king and queen of the, the funk trolls. Yeah. This is a long story. The long story. Yeah. Yeah. Long story. He got lost and then adopted by the, by the, uh, pop trolls. All right. I guess it's not that long. Um, that was a great, great Ron Funches. Who tells? He seems like he's so full of joy. Yeah, he does. I don't know if he really is, but he makes me happy. His voice is very. Now these funk trolls, I gotta say, are more like the hip hop trolls. Well, they don't really play. George any... Clinton is the king. 
Yeah, but Mary J. Blige is the queen. Yeah, she's... they're like a cross between funk and and hip hop. Yeah. Um. Their aesthetic is more funk. Their sound is more hip hop. And Anderson Pack is a hip hop artist, correct? Yes, exactly. Um, but they reveal to Poppy that um, it was actually the Pop Trolls who, back in the day, tried to steal all of the strings and make everybody love pop, thus disbanding the troll kingdom. I gotta say, honestly, to me, not a bad idea. To have everybody uh, live in different areas? Or have everybody love pop? To have everybody love pop. So Hard Rock Trolls beef with pop. They they have a major beef with pop because they think that pop basically steals from everybody else. Yeah. They steal their sounds from everybody. They sample their sounds. They basically like take everybody else's music and um, rearrange it and make it their own. Yeah. Happy, happy version that's not really what it was in, originally intended to be. And I'm okay with that. You love pop music. Big big pop music fan. I'm not so much a pop music fan I, as you. Um, I, I, will let, I appreciate a good pop song, but I don't seek it out. I just like, I just listen to whatever makes my kids happy. My daughter will listen to Blink-22 finally. This has been new. My kids hate Blink-22. Oh, did I tell you what? I found a secret hack to get to listen to my music around the house. Is I make my my son, Max, he's the biggest one who will go turn off Google when I play a song. I will tell him to listen to the song and then rate it. Yes. Give me a skill from 1 to 10, what he thinks about it. So now if I want to listen to some Fog Hat, I can turn on some Fog Hat. <laughs> and gotta... then Max will just sit there rubbing his chin, thinking about it the whole time. Then just, and then at the end of the song, he'll be like, Six out of ten. Six out of ten. That <laughs> wasn't that great, but you know, it was okay. But he'll listen to the whole song. But he'll listen to the whole song. So now if you know, now whenever I'm like, hey Google, play Working Man by Rush, instead of rushing over to turn it off, he like will sit on the couch and contemplate it. For twenty minutes while that song plays. <laughs> yeah. It's a good song. <laughs> it's uh, only seven and a half minutes. Okay. That's um sweet. Love, love Rush. Anyway, um, anyway, so yeah, where are we find? Oh yeah, pop music. Pop stole the troll. The troll. The yeah, we find we stole. find that out, and then um, and they decided to go all live in separate ways. All the trolls. Yes, did. like the Journey song, um, and then uh, we find out. So uh, bounty hunters come, um, but we find out that Sam Rockwell's character, whatever his name, is is actually a bounty hunter and yeah. his backside, the backside of the horse is his partner. Yep. Bounty hunting partner. And they are yodelers. They're the yodelers. The... Um, but Sam Rockwell has come to uh, really like Poppy and Branch and he feels bad about it. But uh, his partner gives over the string to the hard rock trolls. So hard rock trolls now have all the strings they're going to play the ultimate power chord. Um, they're going to play the ultimate power chord. They make everybody go to their hard rock arena, uh, which is kind of like a volcano. It's a pretty cool arena. It's a cool arena. If you, it's it's kind of like uh, Mordor um, meets Red Rocks. I was just about to say Red Rocks. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Um, 
they're they're playing they're somehow somehow they've already made people into hard rock zombies right wait no no oh, no i don't even think she knows it's going to work and until she tries it out on branch that's right she tries it out on branch branch turns into a hard rock zombie um and then she's going to she's going to do it on poppy as well well she does it on kind of the crowd in general right, right. Everybody's kind of uh, turned into hard rock zombies. Um, the rest of the trolls come and they uh, impersonate the band member, the backup band members. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Poppy and the- pretends to be a, a rock, hard rock zombie, but she didn't hear the power chord because she put gumdrops in her ears. Yes. And that was previously established that works. Yeah. Um, she breaks the the guitar and the strings. Breaks the strings. So now all everybody the are mad. Yeah, everybody thinks that she broke music. Basically, that and she the took world it. goes black and white. Yes, much much like in the first one, uh, they kind of recreated the moment in the first one when everybody gets sad and turns black and white. Um, and then um, they find, they figure out that the music is not really in the strings; it's really in their hearts. Yeah, it was. Uh... Was it Cooper? It was Cooper. It was Cooper who held the microphone up to his heart. Yeah. And his heart was beating in rhythm. And then his brother started beatboxing. As uh, as funk people do. Yeah. Funk people love beatboxing. <laughs> um, and, then, uh, and then there's a big musical number. Everybody turns in, in bright colors again. Um, hard Rock Trolls learn a valuable lesson. Yeah, then they're going to be friends in real life. Poppy and Barb are going to be friends. Barb. Barb. <laughs> yeah, I just had never said her name oh. on this podcast. <laughs> Barb, son of, daughter of Ozzy. Daughter of Ozzy, Barb. Barb. Um, so, yeah. Um, happy ending. Happy ending. The volcano now, turns into a big see, rainbow. They're, they're at the end, the ending. The ending sends mixed messages. This is my biggest qualm with the movie. I'd like to get into the complaint section of the, this, right? Yep. So in a movie like this, you like to see an arc with the the main hero, mm-hmm. which is Poppy. Yep. She goes from at the beginning being super blindly um, optimistic. Yep. Assuming the best of everybody. Wanting the whole world to just... Be together and be happy. Yep. And then she learns she along learns the to, way that, that she has to listen to other people. That right? she has to listen to other people. And and that's kind of her thing. Is she's not listening to Biggie. She's not listening to Branch. She's following her own she heart. She doesn't listen to her dad. She's following her own heart. Which is to unite everybody and be friends with everybody, right? That's, right. That's her instinct. And then in the end... She was right. She was and right. She didn't need to listen to everybody. And her dad gives her this speech about how it, it takes bravery to listen to yourself. And I wish I would have been as brave as you. And like, yes, good, so, good job not learning anything. So her her entire story arc is undone at the end. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like, oh, I should not have listened to everybody else. I should only listen to myself and do what my gut tells me to do. I I think when you have a person in power, especially when that power is unchecked, like in a monarchy that the trolls have, yeah, um, and there's no way to 
um, like have a system like of elections or anything to challenge that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's they, her- yeah, they it's don't, hereditary. They don't need to listen to anybody, and everybody should blindly trust them and give them as much power. You should funnel all the power upwards in society. That's what I say. Yeah. And that is kind of the lesson that Poppy learns at the very end. <laughs> it is. is that, oh, you guys were all wrong. Yeah. I was the only one who was right. Um, I shouldn't have. Listening to you only slowed us down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was a little bit of a. Yeah, they had some conflicting um, lessons that were being taught and learned in this movie. The main, the very, the main big lesson is that there are all different kinds of people, um, and they can all get along and they, celebrate their differences. They can celebrate their differences. They can love different things. They can uh, lead different lifestyles, but they can all kind of, they can all coexist and be friends and get along together. And like forcing people to like what you like is not ever a good idea. Right. And I feel like it came out of uh, a political season in America where um, a lot of that was happening, I guess. Well, there was a lot of fighting. I feel like the the journey of um, Barb was was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. She learned actual lessons that stuck at the end. As far as like a Trolls movie for kids go. Yeah. Yeah, she learned to embrace everybody's differences and that differences were good, a good thing and not a not something to be looked down on. So that was the main takeaway. Uh yeah, Poppy's Poppy's arc was a little uh messy. It just didn't have you you want the main character to have learned and grown and she just didn't. No. But she and Branch got together at the end. Yeah. Yeah. He got unfriend zoned. He got unfriend zoned. All it takes is a life threatening situation and undying dedication. For any of my friends out there who might be in the friend zone, just know stick with it through everything and just wait till they're in peril and you can show up. That doesn't work. Yeah. Especially, <laughs> and in real life scenarios, it really works when they're in love with somebody who's treating them bad. Then you just really want to saddle up and be a really good friend for a few years. Mm. And that puts you way deep, 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 deep. Just be a shoulder to cry on. Deep down into the friend zone. Yeah. Um, you'll never get out. Try to try to make sure not to demasculate yourself too much. <laughs> right. Uh yeah. Yeah. Movie oh man. <clears throat> Romantic comedies are the worst movies. They're the worst lies. Yeah. Like the um the lead male in a lot of romantic comedies is yeah, like Justin Timberlake. The guy who just perseveres through a girl who like either friend zoned him or just does isn't that into him. But in real life, if you do that, you are basically a stalker and a creep and a creep. And it's like a girl is not the the an object to be won. No. It's a human being to enter into a relationship with. And if she's not into it, if she's now, not into it, it takes both sides. So if yeah, she's not on. into it, you got to move on. You can't, um, can't force it because that is, uh, it's, 
it's forcing it against someone's will, yeah. <laughs> um, which is not good. These, yeah. Anyway, relationship advice. Relationship advice. That same relationship advice goes out to all you guys in jazz band. Yes, specifically. A lot of overlap there. Uh, that girl you're obsessed with, she's not into you. Move on to somebody else yeah. who's also probably in jazz band. Try internet dating. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't need to meet them in real life. Just be friends on Discord. Just have a Discord girlfriend in Canada. Oh, man. Yeah, that's probably not, not a great advice either, but... So what um, we talked a little bit about some of the lessons from this movie. Did you learn anything else from it? Uh, nope. Nothing. Nope. Uh, I, you know, I learned that Kelly Clarkson has one heck of a voice. Oh man, she does so have a power, powerful voice. So much range. Um, she's hitting some low notes. She's hitting some high notes. Yeah, she's she's got a great voice. Uh, she won that comp that uh, American. Uh, singing competition. America, she was the first American Idol winner. Yeah. Now she has a daytime talk show. Did you know that? No. I also recently learned that at a doctor's office. Oh, man. Probably you learned all same, kinds of daytime I probably TV. saw that commercial during the Kelly Clarkson show. Oh, you probably did. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting that she's doing that now. Um, not that interesting. <laughs> not at all. I think Wendy Williams is off TV now. Really? I wonder if she got her spot or if they're on different channels. I don't know. I wonder if there's like Kelly Wendy beef. Ooh, Ooh. that would be the most uninteresting beef of all time. <laughs> it's like Biggie Pock 2023. Ooh, yeah. Just, yeah. Big feelings there. I didn't learn anything other than I did miss the Bergens a whole lot in this movie. Um, that was probably my favorite part of the first movie was the Bergens. I loved their whole vibe. Yeah, the Bergens were great. Um, and having the... The Bergens were also children. There were no children in this movie, except for Tiny Diamond, and he wasn't in it very much. And he's not really a child because he had a full-grown man's voice. Yes. And he was born with sunglasses on. That is... that Ooh, that was cool. Um, but the, the that childlike innocence and wonder... That you get from having children stars. I don't know. Well, who did you have in the first one? All right. Had some technical difficulties there. Sorry about the the jump. We totally forgot what we were talking about at the end of the other podcast. Through the magic of editing. We are back. We're back. And it's probably like we never even left. My laptop's only at seven percent, so let's see how much we can get. Going. If we if we talk quieter, do you think that will help conserve battery energy? No, we need to talk louder so the microphones don't have to work as hard. Oh yeah, you're right, and uh, so that it will give the laptop energy from our voices. Yes, I think that's how it, I think that's how technology works. Absolutely, the um, sub technology in the trolls world works. Yeah. So Just, during the break, we had a great conversation about the band Sticks. Mm, love um, some sticks. Yeah, I really um, only know the one song. Come sail away. It's a great song. Um, they have other songs. A lot of other songs. I probably know them, but I just can't attribute them to sticks. You know who might or might not like sticks? Hard rock trolls. Yeah, hard rocks. It's little. It's not it's quite hard rock. Sticks. Uh, I'd be hard pressed to call them hard rock. 
They're soft rock. Though they they played a yeah. heart song. Heart's not really hard rock, but it was like a hard rock rendition of heart. Heart is much harder rock than sticks. And Barracuda is their hardest song. Yeah, it goes pretty hard. I love heart. Yeah. My heart heart. <laughs> yeah, the Wilson sisters. Yeah. I even know their name kinda. Yeah. I like on that one album cover when they're like in a re- at a Renaissance uh, at the fair. Renaissance fair? Yeah. You think that was just like they were at a Renaissance fair and someone was like It's a candid photo. Hey, let's take a photo. I hope so. That'd be great. That's what I'm basing my crush on them for. Yeah. Yeah. Um All right, so we were talking about uh I believe the film Trolls World Tour. Trolls World Tour. We wrapped up talking about it. Now we're going to do the awards. Woo! Award season. Award season. Which character would you wear on a t-shirt? Oh, man. I mean, they're all so cute and they're trolls. Yeah. Um, I might go with Barb. Barb? Barb. She's cool looking. She's punk. Um, She's not an obvious choice. No, no it can't be obvious. Who would you wear? Um, probably Cooper. Cooper's great. Yeah. Cooper. I would say Cloud Guy, but he's not really in this. He's barely in it. Yeah. Um, Mr. Dinkle is also a runner-up for me. Oh, yeah. Or Tiny Diamond. Oh. oh. I wish I, I... I changed my answer to Tiny Diamond. Yeah, me too. Tiny Diamond. Yeah. Two Tiny Diamonds. All right. Um, who Who would you... A save if the whole cast was getting canceled. This is a tough one because Which this one is, cast member. This cast is stacked with very uh, relevant cultural people. Yes. Um. I mean, we have George Clinton. George Clinton. We have Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. She played at the Super Bowl last year. We've got Kelly Clark. Daytime television's Kelly Clarkson. Oh, so many hearts will be broken when she's canceled. It happened to Ellen, though. We've got Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. He would never do anything to get canceled. I don't know him that well. Poor Sam Rockwell. He's got a real American name. Yeah, he does. The most American. Like, Americana. Sam. Uncle Sam. Norman Rockwell. Had a baby. Sam Rockwell. It's not a real name. That has to be his his stage name. He's like, I'm going to go play Cowboys. (laughs) <laughs> who was the most cowboy name I can think of? Yeah. Um, Sam Rockwell is a great cowboy name. Um, he might as well have been named George Washington. Yeah. Well, George Washington wasn't really a cowboy, though. But, yeah. He, or was he the first cowboy? He did go across a frozen river. Yeah, he did. Or he made his guys row him across. Well, he stood while he, majestically. While he stood majestically at the bow. Um, I'm sure that's not how it went down, but um, it's a great artist rendition. Uh, I'm going to go with Ron Funches, though, because I feel like he we haven't seen enough of him. Oh, he hasn't had... He's had so many breaks, but not really a big break. Yeah, like I want him to like really break out. I want to. I want him to be everywhere, yeah. uh, but not... His you know. podcast is so good. Is it's, it about wrestling? No, uh, no. He, I, he does talk a lot about wrestling. But he's he's got a podcast um, where he just brings on famous people and they talk about what makes them happy. Um, what makes them happy? Uh, That's but, basically what we do. Yeah, <laughs> <I guess>. <laughs> <laughs> but they just talk. I, I listen to a lot of it, uh, maybe five or six episodes. 
But they just, there's a lot of weed talk. And I don't condone the use of marijuana. Not on the devil's lettuce. Not on this children's podcast. Um, I recommend uh, this great documentary um, scientific movie called Reefer Madness. Yeah. (laughs) That that very scientifically documents the effects of marijuana on the human body. Yeah. Um, who, so Ron Funches is my answer just because he's, I feel like he's just kind of starting to creep out, uh, and get out into the world. You know, it's a tough call for me between Keenan Thompson and Ron Funches. Oh man. I but I'm gonna, Keenan. I'm gonna Keenan's say, had a great run though. I'm going to say Keenan Thompson. I feel like he's going to be entertaining America for, you know, the first half of his life already done. I think he's going to entertain America for the second half of his life too. Yeah, and I, f- I feel like Ron Funches has been given so many chances and never really broken through. And Keenan's is, you know, Keenan has been in our hearts for he's a gonna, good thirty years. Oh yeah, I, he hasn't gotten to the dad phase of his life yet. He's going to be so many great dads. I could see like a Father of the Bride remake for him in ten yeah, years, or like a. Um, <laughs> it would be really funny if he rebooted the Cosby Show. And still called it the Cosby Show, no, but he played no. he played Heathcliff no. Huxtable. <laughs> he does do a Cosby impression. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. You can't just do a show. Where you're... That would be really funny, though. That, no, that would not. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to save Keenan Thompson. All right, so who uh, who do you, what character besides Popping Branch do you have to see back in the sequel? In Trolls Three, yeah. I mean, I gotta see Cooper. Gotta see Cooper. Yeah, there's a lot of great, uh, a lot of great characters. But Biggie could go away, and I, I wouldn't be sad. Yeah, um, not, not the biggest fan of Biggie. All of the other trolls, other than the pop trolls, could go away. I wouldn't be too sad. Um. So yeah, Cooper, Cooper, Cooper. What about um? What about the dad? Well, he's been played by two different people, so yeah, he could he could go away. Okay, I wonder if the voice actor who played him in this movie is yeah. the voice actor who plays him in the TV show. Maybe I wonder. Maybe um, you know who's really it, good is the voice actress who plays Poppy. She sounds Anna, she sounds just like Anna Kendrick in the TV show. Oh yeah, she does. She really does. Her singing voice and everything. Yeah. Um, and I, it's crazy that they had the budget to get uh, Justin Timberlake for the Netflix show. Did they really? No, no. It, I, I was like, I don't remember him did, being but in But they did get Ron Funches. Aww. Ron Funches is in the show. Um, See, that's why he needs to not be canceled, because he needs to stop doing <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. He needs to stop being so accessible. He you could to... not re- replace his voice, though, with anyone's. No, you couldn't. Um, what, man, uh, there's uh, one episode. We need to do a whole episode of Saturday Morning Dads where we just talk about the one 23-minute-long episode where they play D&D. It's hilarious. No, any any TV show where they play D&D or, or like a role-playing game, is that's some good TV. They, they do it in every Netflix kids show. For a while there, I don't, I, I don't know if I can still hold that, but like they did it in Shira, 
They did it in Trolls. They did it in like every other DreamWorks yeah. show. Probably because they're all the same writers. Yeah, and they probably love D and D. There's an episode of the IT Crowd where they play D and D. That's really really good. Yeah, there you go. And then uh, Parks and Rec. It's not D and D, but it's that the uh, Duns the, of co- the, the cones of Dunshire. Cones. I said Dunes the, the of Dones of Conesher. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you didn't answer your own oh, um, question. I think the character I have to have, besides the main characters for the movie, is I want to see Barb come back. Okay, I want to see a reformed Barb. But is a reformed Barb going to be an interesting character? Yeah, because I think she's got a lot to learn and kind of play a naive character um, who is, is learning the ways of the world. And Do you think there will be a, a Trolls 3? You know what? I was thinking about this. So there are four years between the first two. So it's been less than four years since the last one. Yeah, I think they'll go back to the well. Yeah. Um, I don't see why they wouldn't. I, Anna Kendrick doesn't have a lot going on. No. She was such Does a big she not? name. What was the last thing Anna Kendrick was in? The last thing I saw her in was that Christmas movie. Yeah, that was it for me too. With Billy Billy Eichner. And they uh, that was the mo- one of the movies that they launched Disney Plus with. Yeah. So that was one of the first pieces of content on Disney Plus. It was a good movie, but I mean, it was it was like a elf type movie, but not as good. Yeah, it was like reverse bad elf. Reverse bad elf. Yeah, I did like Bill Hader in that movie as uh, Santa Claus, reluctant Santa Claus. Bill Hader was awesome. Bill Hader is awesome in everything. Have you seen Barry? Yes, it's a great show. It's a little too dark for this podcast. I haven't seen it. Oh. But I really want to. It's very funny, very dark. But Bill Hader is an excellent guest on late night talk shows. Yeah. Uh, recently, I fell into a hole of YouTube videos of just watching him on like Jimmy Kimmel and Conan and stuff. Yeah, and everybody seems to like him a lot. Yeah. I think he's a real team player. Yeah. When it comes to like shows and stuff. Um. All right, so who would you... Um, what character do you absolutely not want to see in the sequel? Who do I not want to see in the sequel? Um, hmm. Good question. I'll go with uh, Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I, I, Ozzy, I could have done without in this movie too. Also, as a cultural r- reference. Um, no children are going to get Ozzy That one Osborne. was definitely for the dads. Yeah. Yeah, that was really for the grandpas. Yeah, well, the dads also. The dads would uh, would get him from the, the, Osborne, the Osborne TV one show. One of the first wave of reality TV shows. Yeah, also, yeah. Really taking advantage of a, uh, of a guy who's been ravaged by drugs. Uh, Doesn't he have Alzheimer's? Is He's it, got a lot. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw something. I just read the headline. I didn't read the article like just a couple weeks or months ago that he is like 100% retired from everything now mm. because he's just. You know who else is also? Um, Bruce Willis. He oh. has he has pretty severe dementia. Really? And he has for a while. He's had like is the beginnings like- of it for a while. That's why he's been 
that's why I, I, I heard on a podcast, they were talking about this, why he's been in so many crappy, like, uh, straight to streaming movies and like tons of them. He's in like, if you just go scroll through any streaming, he's in like a ton. So it's just like people have been taking advantage of him and basically like, you know, placing him where he's supposed to be and like whispering in his ear, like, okay, you're going to say this. And then, uh, but yeah, I think they've just been like trying to milk him for as much money as they can before he can't do it anymore. He, he can't do it anymore now. Oh wow! Yeah, because or or he was trying to make as much money as possible for his family because he was like the biggest star for a long time, and now he's just been in these really weird straight to DVD action movies. Yeah, for a while. A like lot of since them was a political uh, slant, like Expendables, maybe was like the last. Theatrical release that he was in, but um, I think the last thing we have to do here before we wrap it up, Mr. Curtis, is uh, give it a rating. Give it a rating. Um, All right, I'm going to give it um, three and a half out of five troll dolls. Three and a half out of five troll dolls. Hmm. Yeah, so it's a passing grade. I just. I didn't like it near as much as I liked the first one. Yeah, the first one had like clear cut morality tale, and like the happy ending seemed more earned. Yeah, and there just wasn't as much going on well, in I'm that movie give as it, this movie. I'm going to give it 17 out of 32 penny whistles. Wow, that's um, so that's a that's a 50 percent rating. It's a little bit better than 50%. Yeah, a tiny bit better than 50% rating. Yeah. Um, man, it's hard to... The 50% of the movie I like are all the singings and the visuals. It's just so so great as a music video. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the the plot was um, bearable. The Maybe I'm being too harsh on it, but yeah. I didn't really like the whole friend zone plot line. I didn't think the 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 big finale was just huge letdown to me. This is my it's yeah. my biggest complaint. It was just like the big finale was a spectacle, but emotionally hollow. Well, you knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah, um, which I mean is fine. It's a kids' movie. Um, it could have happened way better. <laughs> yeah, it could have. Yeah, I think it, I I agree with you. the The big finale was a little bit of a letdown, and I think they were trying to do too much of like what they did in the first one, with the colors and like they go black and white and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I think there was maybe like one or two too many plot lines. Like they had the friend zone plot line, they had the Cooper plot line, they had the strings backstory and plot line. Um, it just kind of switched between like all these different groups. Maybe they could have refined it a little bit more, but, uh, mostly I just missed the Bergens. Yeah, definitely could have get used some Bergens. There's Bergens in the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else to add? Uh, just our catchphrase. All right. Saturday morning dads, part of your complete breakfast. Thank you.